Between the planes of reality and perception is a garden of Eden of the mind, where the plants of our subconscious bear the fruit of knowledge that nobody necessarily wants or needs, but it's tasty, so who cares, right? This is The Pickle Tree. It truly seems like every time I try to improve myself, to motivate myself, to really stick to a schedule, something extremely bad happens in my life that gets me so depressed, so anxious, so stressed that I just instantly burn out, want to shut out the world, and just want to stop doing everything. And I've had a lot of hard times. I've had girlfriends cheat on me. I've lost my family and friends, either to death or to just having a fallout or a fight or an argument. I've had so many things happen in my life, but this most recent stuff has hit me so hard, and it just was one thing after another, after another, after another, that... It just sent me into a downward spiral. It really... I did not know what to do. (laughs) Um, And it all started... With a horrible situation... That rendered my bathroom completely unusable. Something happened with the plumbing. That... Whenever we would flush the toilet... The all the waste and everything would back up into the shower and would come out of the shower head and the shower drain and the toilet wasn't flushing all the way and it was just all around awful so we were desperate and we didn't have nearly enough money to call a plumber to come out and fix it um and there was just no living in that situation. We had enough, nothing to do, nowhere to go. So I finally got in touch with my mother after three whole years of not talking to her, not really wanting anything to do with her or anything. We got that desperate that we called my mother. And she immediately just jumped right on it. She was ready to help ready to let me go to our apartment and take a shower and spend the night until we had a working bathroom um so that like I had a functioning bathroom to be able to use so it was really nice and I finally got to reconnect with my younger siblings who um my brother just turned seven 
and my sister is about to be 10 on May 9th, uh, just a few days after my birthday, my birthday, which is May 6th. Um, yeah, and it's, it was great, but the situation was, uh, pretty shitty. Ha ha ha, this is the part where you insert the laugh track, Editor Tovar. Yeah, no, I'm not gonna do that. Um, no laugh track. You guys laugh on your own. You guys can do it. I hear ya. I hear you already in the future. So, um, yeah. That was, uh... It was just awful. And... Um, now my mom is staying with us because she needs to work on her apartment, clean it out and everything like that. And, um, it just wasn't the best situation. So now she's kind of staying over here and then going and working on her apartment whenever she can while she stays here with the kids. And I've been loving it. Um, the extra help with my grandmother and making sure she's taken care of, um, helping me doing things around the house and just overall being a big brother to my younger siblings and helping them get through life and everything. It's been, it's been honestly a great experience. Stressful, but great overall. Um, but then right after we finally got the bathroom fixed, thanks to funding from my mom's church and, um, my aunt and everything, um, the hardest thing that I was not ready at all to go through. I knew it would eventually happen. I wasn't sitting there thinking that it would never happen, but I just, I didn't expect it to happen so soon. And I definitely did not need it to happen at that time, but my my dog that I've had for 13 years of my life one of my best friends and my thunder buddy he would always come up and lay next to me and cuddle with me whenever there was a thunderstorm or fireworks or if the train just a not even half a block away from my house was too loud or any loud noises. He would just come up and be right next to me, just calling up to me and he would protect the house so well. He, um, he passed away and I would love to think that it was natural causes, that it wasn't any sort of neglect or stress in his life, that it was just he was too old. He was 13 years old, but I just, I wasn't ready for him. I definitely wasn't. And I had promised that I was going to come back to streaming and everything because I took a hiatus because I couldn't really stay at home because of the whole bathroom situation. So I, I took a hiatus and I was like, okay guys, well, the household situation is taken care of. I'm going to get back to my normal schedule of making videos and and everything. I'm, I'm going to do it. I'm going to come back. Don't worry. It was just a short couple of weeks. Nothing to worry about. And like 
just three days before I was about to come back, he died early in the morning. My mom shook me awake and she's like, it's time, it's Rufus, it's time. And I was like half asleep and I go in there and he's just on the floor. And he was going. And I held his paw while he laid in my mom's lap and and I was crying the whole time, begging him not to go. But we took him to the pet cemetery immediately after. He was gone. We made and we stopped at the vet for them to check on check his heartbeat and be sure that he was fully gone. And they confirmed it. And then we took him to the pet cemetery and um, they had us pay for everything, but they couldn't. We, we were too late in the day to actually get any anything done to him. So they had to basically put him in the morgue and freeze him until like two days, three days after. And then they finally fucking did it. So he was just there and we got an ice urn for him they took uh, clay casts of his paws um, one where his paws weren't uh, trimmed and uh, whatever and one that they were so that way we had like you know a clean nice paw and then a you know fluffy paw like it, there was a difference um, completely and uh while we were saying our final goodbyes, um, they were. My mom was kind enough to think to cut off a little bit of my hair and kind of rub it into his fur and make sure that a little bit of me was with him the whole time. And she cut off, you know, hair from the my favorite spot to pet him and my grandmother's favorite spot to pet him, and she put him in a bag to. Um, to keep with him just to remember like what color he was and you know how soft his fur was and everything like that and I got a nice necklace that I wear all the time and I take it with me almost everywhere I just can't shower with it or you know exercise with it or anything like that and can't sleep with it because like um, there's like a chance that it could like mess up and like break and whatnot and you know since there's some ashes in there it um I don't want to risk it just like a little bit of his ashes just falling out because then I just have some piece of weird jewelry but it's basically like a more thick and smaller uh dog tag like a military dog tag and it's really nice it's really nice looking it's not like a super weird or obvious necklace but if people like come up and look at it and ask I just say oh yeah no that's my that's my dog Rufus he stays with me wherever I go and it's uh nice to have and we got a very nice urn for him my mom told me like don't even pay attention to the price just make sure that he's honored and I really appreciate that and then um my mom was ready to go back to her apartment and like it was just going to be kind of like oh come up 
come over whenever you want and I hang out with the kids whenever I want, blah, blah, blah. We go back to our separate lives. But then immediately my grandmother had a little bit of an episode and had to go into the hospital again. And she stayed there for about two weeks. So um, there's that whole ordeal where she had to stay there. And, you know, me mourning my dog, that was like a few days after we got him back home um in his urn and everything like a few days after that like she goes into the hospital so I couldn't I I was just like so stressed out and beyond belief that I was just on almost a month and a half hiatus because I was just it was just so much for me to go through back to back to back and um even though it's nice to reconnect with my mom and my siblings, it's still very stressful because um, I just don't, I don't want to lose touch with her again for any sort of reason. I don't want anything to end on bad notes. And, you know, there were a couple arguments and fights that did send me into a frenzy. And I'm going to be honest with you guys for the past during my hiatus I had like five different spouts where I was suicidal and it's just it's a very hard life I feel like I go through a very hard life and it's hard to figure out how to respond to it especially when it feels like no matter how hard I try to be happy no matter how hard I try to find something to just keep me stable, to keep me happy, to make me feel like not such a loser or any of that. It's just something always comes up to fuck it all up, you know? It it feels like that, I I forgot his name, but um, it feels like that legend of the guy who's just constant, he's in hell and he's constantly pushing a boulder up a mountain, but he can never get to the top. And every time he gets close to the top, the boulder falls all the way down to the bottom and he has to go back down and push it up the mountain again and again and again for all of eternity. And that's what I feel like is happening to me. I feel like um, Job from the Bible where God is just constantly finding one thing after another, after another, and then another. And a lot of the times it just feels like everything just gets worse and worse and worse and is getting progressively worse and it's not even like stuff that's directly in my life it's just the state of the world too the state of the world is so chaotic and it just feels like the end of days sometimes it like we we had covid and we still have covid we still have variants of covid going around but everyone's just like oh well mess mask mandate is over and I guarantee you I guarantee you by the before the end of 2022 we're gonna have yet another variant and another mandate for masks and another mandate for as many people to try to stay at home and it's just gonna keep repeating itself over and over and over again and another line of boosters and vaccines that they're gonna beg everyone to do but not everyone's gonna do it because everybody has some sort of reason not to trust it um and it's just it's just gonna keep going on and on and then we have the the bullshit that's happening with russia and ukraine and 
you know, all these threats of nuclear warfare. And I, I just keep reminding my family and reminding everyone, like, guys, we really need to not argue and not fight and try to make every day really truly count because at any moment I I live half an hour away from Chicago so at any moment we hear those sirens we're fucked we don't have a bomb shelter we don't have even a basement that we could bunker down into once we hear those sirens we are fucked because no matter how far away we think we could even drive, even if the roads were completely empty, because we live so close to Chicago, there is no way that we will be anywhere a safe distance from Chicago if a nu- any of the nukes were to go off. We would never be anywhere near a safe distance from any major city that we can go to. And that's another thing that's really depressing me too is that I feel so trapped in this house because if I move out, nobody's going to take care of my grandmother. I feel like I can't financially even begin to take care of myself. And even if I did get another job, no job is paying enough right now to live off of that I could even possibly begin to imagine getting. And... Uh, It's just like, we can't move. We can't move at all because my grandmother decided to buy our home instead of renting our home. And she only has a few payments until she owns the home. But our home is so small, so unique, and just so filled with stuff because we have more people than and stuff than there should be in here that it's almost near impossible to sell this house for what it's worth. And I keep telling her, like, there's no way this house will ever sell with us in it. This house has been cleaned and, like, made completely 100% pristine. And we have tried to sell it so many times in the past, and it never sold. And um, there's other factors to put into it, too. Shitty neighbors and not really the best neighborhood either and um there's just not really a lot of appeal beyond just the house itself like it's really hard to sell this house so i just feel so trapped and scared um to even begin to think of moving out myself and going out on my own because I don't know who would take care of my grandmother, who would be doing the right job, and how she would feel if I were to leave and everything, because it's just a whole, it's a whole different thing. And I I do enjoy, I do enjoy recording podcasts, and I do still think that they are very therapeutic to just get this all out, but I just, during that time, I just did not want to do anything. But on a positive note, I am back. I'm finally back um, to trying to stream every day. Um, There's just been a lot of reasons to cancel due to mental and physical health and everything like that. And um, I do plan on going back to YouTube as well very soon. Um, It's just a little hard to 
figure out exactly like what times I edit and everything like that and just kind of figure out my schedule because now I have spending time with my family and you know spending time with my brother and sister to add to my schedule so I really think that a full-on schedule revisal is in order and I think that maybe I should just stop streaming necessarily every day and maybe stream three times a week and record once a week edit once a week and then like kind of save the other days for you know self-care and um, spending time with my family but I just really need to figure out like the schedule with every day and every hour every half hour that's on the clock I need to really like fill it up and actually have a set in stone schedule that I live by and um, also take time to actually work out with DoorDash and make a little bit more money and stop relying on you know subscriptions and donations and everything like that what really sucks is that one of my tools that I was using for streaming and that I was going to use to upload YouTube content from my streams um, was something called Athenascope and it would take my VODs automatically and it would use AI to detect really cool things that happen like multi-kills or every single kill or victories or whatever and it at the end of each week it would create montages from specific games that their AI would detect and it was cool and um, it was amazing they were expanding their um, roster of games like a lot and very frequently and out of nowhere they just were gone and they were like hey you better download all your stuff now I downloaded all I could I had no idea that they automatically deleted like highlight reels and clips um, after a certain amount of time so I didn't get everything that I've ever done but I did get every uh, you know automatic montage that they made from those clips and I got like the past like three or four streams that they had of clips and highlight reels so i mean i got some of it just not all of it (sighs) but yeah i i just figured that i'd update you guys on you know where i've been and you know why i keep promising that i'm gonna come back i i just i gotta be honest with you i feel like there's a lot of testing um, from beyond on me. There's a lot of things that just keep giving me roadblocks and I either am hurtling over them or taking time to, you know, carefully climb over them. And right now, uh, the best example that I gave on Twitter was that me coming back is like turning on a light that hasn't been turned on for years it flickers and buzzes for you know the first minute and then when it's coming back it will start off dim and then get brighter and brighter um but i mean if you grew up in this age you don't really know how those lights were like but if you grew up in my time and you know went into um as abandoned as many abandoned places as i have and everything like that and you know a lot of lights used to be like that and um, that's the best way I could describe it is that right now I'm flickering and getting on and off, on and off, on and off. 
canceling streams because I just need a mental break or I'm just, you know, health-wise just not doing well. Like, I had food poisoning the other day and I felt so bad. Like, I had food poisoning for, like, two days and I couldn't stream. And I felt so awful for not streaming. But, like, that's just me flickering on and off. And eventually, you know, I'll be fully on. I'll be you know, doing everything more consistently, but I think the best thing I can do is, um, just maybe work with my grandmother and work with my mother and, uh, really try to figure out how we can come up with a better schedule for me that really divides up everything that I want to do with my life into a set weekly schedule. And though it will probably mean that I stream a lot less days maybe I can make more day like whole days dedicated to streaming where I start earlier and end later to make up for the days that I'm missing and obviously like still do you know 24 or 48 hour streams for like big releases you know um or even my my birthday or something um but like from a normal day-to-day basis, week-to-week basis, I really think that um, having whole entire days dedicated to a set schedule instead of just, oh, live stream every day and then when I can do the other stuff, I think it's very unhealthy and I feel like it's burning me out. And so many people have told me this and I just ignored them, but I'm really... You know, the lower that view count is while I'm streaming, the more I'm telling myself, like, during this time, you could really be working on something else and doing something else to uh, help improve your other platforms. Because obviously, today is just not a good day for this platform. And you honestly don't need to stream every day if this is it how it's going to be and I think streaming less is gonna bring in more viewers because maybe that will make my streams more special because like right now it's like oh he streams every day I'll just catch him in his next stream no biggie (laughs) my um you know maybe there will be a rule there like make exceptions for certain game releases or whatever so like if play leap were to release on a day that i would normally be editing a video i'll just put out a tweet like hey instead of editing my video today i'm gonna stream the release of uh leap you know that would be that'd be really cool and i'd be totally okay with that because at the end of the at the end of the day me revising my schedule isn't really for any beat anybody else but myself so if i want to change it or alter it one day i feel like nobody should really care as long as i make up for it so if i don't edit that day then i'm gonna edit a different day or at a different time or people just have to wait for content but as long as it's eventually gonna come out then what's the problem you know i don't know But yeah, ultimately, I just wanted to let you guys know where I've been and, you know, (laughs) 
Why, yet again, another promise from Tovar to try to be more consistent from on his, all of his stuff is just completely... How he completely just botched it. How he completely fucked it up. And I don't know. Maybe I'm being too hard on myself. hoping that my life gets a lot less stressful and that everything eventually will calm down and I'll be happy again or find somewhere or something to do that does make me happy again some kind of escape that I can really rely on that truly makes me happy because right now the biggest part of depression that's really affecting me um that affects a lot of people like the biggest thing about depression is that everything starts to feel so boring and bland and just does not bring you the same joy as it used to and that's how I feel video games and content creation and drawing and making music it just does not bring me the same joy as it used to and I either need to get over that or uh, do something else. But I did take up 3D printing, and uh, maybe we'll maybe we'll talk about that in a future episode. But yeah, I, I love recording these, and I love talking about my life. And I've even thought about making a um, full audiobook, like a full audiobook of me just rambling on about my life in different half hour chapters or something or hour long chapters just different chapters of my life just me recording and I want to know what you guys think like if I were to tell my whole life story in one big long audiobook would you would you buy it on audible would you listen to it for free um would you even be listen interested in listening to it at all essentially that's what I've always wanted this podcast to be but yeah me know anyways guys that's gonna be it thank you all so much for listening be sure to check out my website tovarisawesome.com for all my links and social media i probably say that in the outro love you guys have a good one bye hey thank you for listening to me talk for about 30 minutes straight If you want to hear me talk more, then check out other episodes of The Pickle Tree on your favorite podcast provider. If you want to send me a voice message that can be featured on a future episode and ask me anything or just show your love for the podcast, go to anchor.fm slash the pickle tree slash message. That is A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M slash the pickle tree slash message. If you want to support me or find my other social media, everything about me can be found on my website, tovarisawesome.com. Thank you again. Goodbye for now.